I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Is this a that bit? was your doorbell. That was your doorbell, Cammy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, uh, come in. I I didn't know where I was going with that. Oh, oh. So <laughs> there you was just, nothing. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Hold on. Let me. Should we start? Take a second. <laughs> well, let's keep recording. I'll I'll cut this out. I don't remember. That no, this don't cut shit. it. It's it's funny. It's funny. We'll Ugh. we'll get likes or whatever. I don't know. <sighs> Welcome, Welcome again to a Jarrettless spooky- episode. Of Spooky Time presents. <laughs> uh, he had an offer. He got an offer for a house in the Himalayas, and he had to fly over to give it a look at. A look at. Yes. He'll be gone for six to eight weeks. I asked him to bring me back a Yeti. Business weeks. Yeah. So we don't know when he'll be back. Eventually, hopefully, you know. Um, Maybe he'll have a Yeti for me. That's. I'm really banking on that Yeti. I'm building a cage for it right now. Oh. How gonna make it How big is big the foot. cage? Not big enough. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna the get Yetis into some like hijinks. Big. They are, but I'm. I'll I'll figure it out when it gets here. I'm really more of a in the now problem solver, not mm. a fu- future problem solver. Mm-hmm. Cross that bridge when I get to it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yes, and we are Spooky Time presents. Mm. I am one of your hosts today. My name is Kyle, and I most identify with that weird redheaded guy who just stayed at the bar and got super drunk all night. Ah, the guy who looks exactly like Linguini from Ratatouille. Yes. Linguini? That's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, his name's not Ratatouille. Nobody is named Ratatouille in that movie. We talked about this on our our previous episode. We had a whole conversation about that movie because that guy looks like if he put on a chef hat, it would be, he would be controlled by a rat. Like there's no, (laughs) there's no question. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'd say, uh, well, first of all, I'm Cammy. Hi. Hello. And I'd say I identify the most currently, like in this moment with the severed head of Mrs. Voorhees. <laughs> just looking out at what your kid's doing, just be like, same shit, different Friday. <laughs> Am I right? Why, why does my sweater have so many holes? You know? For your arms and your head. You, it, it, no, it's got more... <laughs> It's got more than that in this specific instance. Why Why it's is this blonde sweater. girl wearing my sweater? Why, why is, is my son wearing it? a bag on his head? I don't sound like that, Jason. You, you have to wake up and realize it's not me. I cuss a lot more. Yeah. That's like the, 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 the climax. It's the climax of the movie, but it is definitely like the height of... The high point of the movie. There, I don't. I, I, personally speaking, in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, there's nothing that really like jumps out at me. Besides, except for Jason at the end. In yeah, fun, interesting kills. Of course, you have to beef it up a little bit, right? But yeah, yeah, I love Jenny. 
She is one of the better final girls. Yeah, she's fun. She's she's fun. Um, she's a child psychologist, and that turned out to really be helpful. Totally. Yeah, if only she had just stayed at the bar, though, you know? Uh, she would have had a much better time. And, I mean, if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, she didn't save anybody. Mm. And Jason is coming back in a couple years for hot, for Friday 3, so she didn't make a difference by going there. She just scared herself. Yeah, you're right. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Still one of the better <laughs> final girls, despite being completely and utterly ineffectual. Yes. Um, yeah, so I, I, uh, maybe before we get too far into this, um, we should explain that this is a new season and it's a new season of us redoing episodes that we have done previously. Uh, once this episode, sorry, (laughs) once, once this episode comes out, um, the old episode that we did years ago back in 2018, yeah, um, will be available on our Patreon uh, at the one, $1 level, right? Is it one or five? Uh, that sounds right. And if it's not, yeah, so you, have, you... To, you have to donate to the Patreon to find out. So you know what? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. get in there and give it Even a Even if it's just like a one-time thing, if, if you, uh, I, I really like our Friday the 13th part two episode that we did. I listened to it, um, like a week ago in preparation for, for this episode. And I was like, aw, Remember when we could all record together in the same room? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only gripe I have about this show now is that it's, it, I just, I crave humans, you know? And not in a gross cannibal way. More like a sexy Dracula way. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> I just no, want to drink my fellow hosts. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kyle, without further ado, would you like to lay down a plot synopsis for the viewers at home? I would. I would like nothing more in this moment than to speak about the plot. Thanks, Kyle. <clears throat> All right. Unplug my phone. Okay. Friday the 13th, part two. It's summertime, and you know what that means. Summer camp. But where do you find one? <laughs> Well, you know that lake where all those teens were killed for trying to start a summer camp five years ago tonight? Well, it's available. Paul is the man in charge, and Ginny is the last female counselor to arrive, making her a kind of uh, final girl, as it were. (laughs) So our counselors in training spend the day running around and having fun. Meanwhile, a mysterious figure goes around killing everyone who's not a counselor who wanders too close to camp. Like Crazy Ralph. Mm. At about sundown, the majority of the camp's staff are spared by the grace of Paul and Ginny and are led into town to party all night. The staffers who stay behind split up and enter various stages of seduction with each other. Time to rock and roll, thinks Jason, and he goes to work. (laughs) Paul and Ginny leave the bar after they've given Jason enough time to kill everyone and head back to camp. They quickly discover the bodies, and Paul tussles with Jason before being overpowered and sent to the corner to sit and think about what he did. Jason then turns his attention to Ginny, who does a actually a really good job of not dying, and then flees into the night. Mm-hmm. She then flees directly into Jason's house, which was not as good. Yeah. She then dons his mother's sweater and impersonates her and scolds Jason. 
This arouses Jason so much it gives Paul a chance to attack, which then gives Jenny a, t a chance to attack for real. Jason is defeated. Or is he? No, he is. Unless. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I liked that one. I don't like Paul, though. I realized that as I was writing this. Like, I just don't care for Paul. Paul's, yeah, he's, eh. Every other male character in this movie is more interesting than Paul. Yeah. Lame final and boy. And he's such an idiot. Like, don't open, no one's going to want to send their kid to the summer camp where people keep dying. Yeah. You're Move right. To the other side of the fucking lake, at least. Exactly. It's too close. Move to a different town, like Algonquin or Lake in the Hills. <laughs> oh, see, hold on, I'm trying to think. I can't remember the name of the fucking town from Halloween. Haddonfield? Haddonfield. Yeah, <laughs> open, a, open a summer camp in Haddonfield. <laughs> there their you problems, go. Their problems only happen in, in the fall. You'll be yeah. fine. You'll be out of there. On, on, on the suburban streets, never near a lake, right? Yeah. And only ever on Halloween, so you know what? Just every... October 31st, you bolt your doors, you shut your windows, and if you hear Lori Strode, you tell her to keep on walking. <laughs> Sorry, can't hear you. This happens You'll every fine, 20 Lori. years. <laughs> Evil dies tonight, right? Go get him. <laughs> Oof. I, anyway. I've seen Halloween Kills in the time between our last recording and this, and I was unimpressed. Oh, uh, do you want to talk about that really quick? Give me, give me like four sentences. Give me a paragraph. What did you think? And why? Uh, one, evil will not die tonight. Grow mm. up. <laughs> Two, like it would have been interesting to have like a mob of people, like a, a town militia essentially, hunt down Michael Myers to some effect. Not a lynch mob who just screams evil dies tonight and hangs whoever they come across. And fuck it. Like, I want a lot of these people to survive. I don't like it when you bring back survivors from past movies and just be like, yeah, tough luck this time. Stab. Yeah. I, I, th I think I talked about this already. I, I believe Jarrett and I did an episode about Halloween Kills. Like, back when it first came out. And I was, I was very disappointed with that movie. And I hope... I can only hope that the next one is going to be good. You know what? I, I keep saying this. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. I hope that they completely cut the Laurie Strode and family plot line, leave it open at the end of Halloween Kills. Done with that. Halloween Ends is a remake of Halloween 3. That's oh all I God. want. That's all that I want. That would be beautiful. It would. They need to have they need to have the movie Halloween Kills playing on screens during Halloween 3. That way the trailers can just be shots of Michael Myers in the dark. And then you walk in and it's like, what are all these Irishmen doing here? <laughs> Stonehenge. <laughs> Why is that boy's head made of snakes? <laughs> Yeah, like, remake Halloween 3, because the only gripe that I have about that movie, even though I love it, is that, like, 
Tom Atkins' character shouldn't be the main character in that movie. It's Ellie's story. It's her story. She's the main character. And spoiler alert, she shouldn't die at the end. You know? Does she? I forgot. I forgot how that. Yeah, they turn her into a robot. A robot. I would rather the evil Irishman be the main character because I just want to see the process of what he's doing unfold (laughs) from zero to how they got the stone from Stonehenge all the way to the United States. All the way Without to anyone noticing. <laughs> I just think that would be a fantastic movie. It's like in the Springfield Files episode of The Simpsons whenever they're carrying the whale across the field. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that would be. Like, oh my god, nobody move. It's the cops. They're going to uh, notice this would... stone from Stonehenge is missing. Hey, you boys, what are you doing over there with that large stone? Oh, we was just uh, washing it. <laughs> yeah. Making it look all pretty. We're going to stand it up, make it look nice. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you be careful. I hear there's some Irishmen in the area. They're looking for a fight. They're drunken fighting people. <laughs> yeah. Halloween 3. Well... You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> Friday two. What did you? <laughs> would you think? What do you think of the movie? What's your general impression of it, having seen it again? Friday the Thirteenth Part Two is, like I said earlier, largely unremarkable to me, except for a few key factors. Um, well, I guess just the one key factor in that Ginny is a really good final girl. Um, and she's really likable, and I know that I'm not the only one who thinks this. I, I feel like that's just the the general the, the general masses who like Halloween, or, pff, Halloween Friday the Thirteenth movies, like Ginny as a final girl. I she's great, you know, she's fine. Indeed. Yeah, I like her in um in April Fool's Day too. She's got a really nice like presence. Was she... Which one was she in April Fool's Day? Because I did not recognize her. She was like the final girl in April Fool's Day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like the last one to be. Yeah. The in until on the, it. the twist is twist. Yeah. Was spoiler final girl. alert! If you haven't seen um, April Fool's Day, won't tell of you what they the have. We did an is. episode on it. Yeah, and they've all been listening for so long. They have. We have. I'm pretty sure we have a loyal following. We do. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. You're my favorite. What about what about you? I know that you don't love these movies, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel? The things about I do to myself for this podcast. This one. I, I'm glad you're here, Kyle. <laughs> I was genuinely bored throughout most of it. Uh, yeah. I mean, even if I hadn't seen it before, like. I need to erase Friday the 13th from my mind completely before I watch any of these because it's just the formula is so obvious at times. Like, I'm just watching. It's like, oh, these kids, like, I'm not going to bother learning their names or their motivations or anything because they'll be dead very quickly uh-huh. you know, in 20 minutes. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't connect to any of it. Because you know, like, I know exactly what's going to happen to you and it's going to be 
too quick for me to root for you to, you know, fight back, and it's going to be too absolute for me to entertain doubt that you'll make it. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they'll surprise you, because, like, upon first watch, sometimes you don't know who the final girl is. I thought it was going to be Annie. Name's Annie. <laughs> Find that clip. Put it in the in the show. Name's Annie. Ugh. I'll, Name's I'll, Annie. I'll try. Name's Annie. Put it in the show, Kyle. <laughs> Fine, right oh, thanks. here. Thanks, Name's Annie. Kyle. Cause like, okay, so you talked go... over the part where it was gonna be. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Name's Annie. And there it was. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> going back to what I was saying earlier. Um, yeah, Ginny is also like a memorable final girl. She's like one of the only ones whose name I actually remember, usually. Um, yes. Besides, you know, Alice. Nancy, Lori. I mean, Leslie? I mean spe- specifically in, like, the Friday the 13th movies. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I like... Um, I think you're proving your point with this... Uh... <laughs> silence yeah alice from the first one jenny from this one i there's probably like a lisa in there somewhere right there's just gotta be yeah um oh and then like the new blood tina carrie (laughs) in that one (laughs) is also good i like her um but yeah yeah anyway um i guess i could spin around give us some some fun little tidbits fun facts about this uh let's do it spin me film spin me papa spin me yeah um so this movie was directed by steve Miner, who has directed other films that we love so much such as friday the 13th part three and 3d house and i don't have it in front of me oh lake placid <laughs> Oh, he did Lake Placid? Yeah, he did, which I really like. <laughs> Lake I would Placid say, yeah, I watched fun. that recently. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's he's good at what he does. All of the horror movies that he's done save, I believe he also directed uh, Halloween H2O, and I wasn't a huge fan of that one. But the Ooh, other ones, yeah. but the others, it was H2O or Resurrection, I can't remember. <laughs> Information <laughs> podcast. We... Um, uh, H2O. Okay, I was right. Um, yeah, so let's move on, and I will stop saying um so much, because I've noticed that in my... I hadn't. ...jargon. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you haven't, because you edit the show. <laughs> and I can't pick out every little um. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I did it again! <clears throat> Hold on. <laughs> All right. You you took speech classes in like middle school and high school. It's like it's I just tried a verbal pause. Not to, All you got to do is you know? give yourself silence. <laughs> All right. Uh let's start at the very beginning of this movie uh that has one of the longest opening sequences pre-credits in movie history. Super long it because it is so... a retelling of in essence the entire first film. We've got yeah, they, Alice. Like, 
Yeah. We're pretty sure you don't remember the first one, which is why you're here at the second one. So let me just fill you in on all the details. Yeah. Well, the reason they did that is because this movie came out so quickly after the first one. They were worried that a lot of people who would walk into this one hadn't seen the first one. So they put a little recap at the beginning, like a strangely specific dream sequence you know, yeah. spliced into, you know, in between shots of Alice going like, oh, no, while sleeping. She's like, ah, ah, no. The you mother know? didn't see that coming. How clever. <laughs> yeah, so we get that super long opening sequence. Alice dies, which is a huge bummer. Uh, I would have preferred her to not die, but... Yeah, same. Such is life. And so Adrian... People die when you don't want them to. That's just the way things go. (laughs) Um, Adrian King, who played Alice in the first one, of course, is back for this opening sequence in the the second one. And um, she had a pretty intense situation with a stalker after the first one came out. Um, Like, got really, really bad. They were breaking into her apartment. It was... A nightmare. So, um, I've heard different stories from different people. Uh, Crystal Lake Memories, the documentary about Friday the 13th, is really, really, um, it's just full of information about every single Friday the 13th movie that exists, and I highly recommend it. It's on Shudder, if you have Shudder. But Adrian King was in that documentary, and she was talking about how, you know, her experience with this stalker and it's it's but other people were saying that there was some like her agent was asking for too much money for her to come back as the main character in the second one so they gave her a small role instead but on the other hand i think she wanted a small role in the movie because she had been through so much no no more fuel on the fire Uh, yeah but regardless she didn't know that she knew that she was coming in to film like a a bit part for the second one she didn't know that she was going to die until she walked onto the set that day (laughs) (laughs) um and a lot of i read the script it said i was gonna have coffee roll around in bed and then you know i assume they'll just pan away (laughs) (laughs) oof poor alice yeah so it sucked for her. She didn't want to die. She didn't know she was going to die until she got there. So she filmed the whole thing, and a lot of it was improv. I guess they just had her, you know, talk on the phone or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't... I would have liked to see her reprise her role. Maybe not as the main character, because to be perfectly honest, I don't love her. She's no Ginny. She's no Ginny. Exactly. You're right, Kyle. Yeah. What I would have liked to see her come back as, like, she confronts Paul, like, early on, like, in an opening sequence like this and says, like, don't go to Crystal Lake. Don't open a summer camp. I know. I've been there. Mm -hmm. You know, just don't. And he's like, oh, Alice, you're crazy. The boy, there was no boy in the lake, I don't think. And then he just goes and does it. That way I can hate Paul more legitimately throughout the film. Yeah. Um, Okay, so it's... (sighs) Warrington Gillette is credited with playing Jason in this movie. But Steve 
Dash, who was a stuntman for the movie, also played Jason in a whole bunch of sequences. And there was a whole fight about that. And they, in, and I'm going to reference the documentary again. They go back and forth talking about like, oh no, he was, you know, blank was Jason. No, this guy was Jason. No, this guy was Jason. I guess a bunch of different people played Jason in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. So. I mean, he's a guy wearing a mask who's on screen for roughly five seconds at a time. Yeah. Just pick someone. Yeah. Stick with him. Um, only approximately 50 seconds of this movie had to be cut to avoid an X rating, which is cool. But, um, you know, the, the bed scene, whenever the, um, the like spear comes through, like both of them. Yeah. Uh, that was supposed to be more intense than, than it was in the movie. And it was supposed to go through their junk, right? Yeah, it was supposed to go directly like into through his penis (laughs) and it didn't quite work out that way i would applaud the uh film or was it the mpaa whatever rating system for giving that an x i don't think a spear penis yeah is appropriate for all audiences i mean those exist in nature but that doesn't mean it's okay to show them in film they do exist (laughs) (laughs) animals are fucking weird yeah they are i love animals okay what's fun about this movie (laughs) is that it (laughs) takes place this one starts the precedent of these movies all taking place like further and further into the future uh so this movie takes place in 1984 but it came out in 1981 because the the first one takes place in 1979 um this one takes place five years after everything went down, right? Yeah. 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 So we just, maybe eventually we'll do like, we'll redo the third one and the fourth one or whatever. And we'll try to calculate. With Jason X, they just went, they went, you know. The distant future. Yeah. yeah. And there was also time between some of these sequels, I think. Um, most of them were just like, boom, 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 boom. 80, 81, 82, 83. Um, But yeah, so this entire movie was just sort of a, I don't want to say clusterfuck, but that's the word that comes to mind because Hmm. everyone who worked on this movie or many people who worked on the, the first movie, sorry, looked at this one and were like, what What the fuck did you do? What happened? People were upset about the fact that Jason was actually alive the whole time. People were upset about the fact that Alice dies. Uh, because Who do they expect to be the killer? Because it doesn't really make sense, right? Like No, it absolutely doesn't. So his mom... Like, so is Jason alive? Let's talk about this for a the, second. Is Jason alive? As this is his first appearance in a movie, I think it's more pr- probable that he is. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, what is it? Jason 6, he's buried and a lightning strike revives him. So they lean into it pretty hard eventually that he's just, he's coming back. Don't worry about it. But this was his first appearance, so they might have had to had to worry about how to explain it. 
but it doesn't make sense where like he quote unquote drowns at let's call him 10 years old yeah his mother is distraught and to the point where she's gonna kill people over yeah it. and doesn't know that he's alive doesn't he, even he doesn't show him. himself and he's living off crayfish in the lake <laughs> for 30 years <laughs> right would it was it 30 20 years? 25 years Something like that. I don't know the time frame from drowning to reappearance, but <laughs> let's, let's let's call it twenty years. Let's yeah, give, it's, let's give it a number. I feel like a lot of sequels are like that, where it's just like fuck it, let's just we're just gonna do whatever we want. Let we're just yeah, we're just gonna take. Jason. Jason's always been able to shoot lasers out of his eyes. Like it's just a fact, guys. Get over it. Exactly, and even just him being the killer with the bag on his head set the precedent for the entire rest of the series which just gets more and more insane as you yes. go on <clears throat> there was one fun fact that i got directly from imdb because i liked the way it was worded um According to director Steve Miner, the ending where Jason attacks Ginny through the window is not a dream, which also gives us a mystery as to what happened to Muffin. <laughs> what did Paul happen to Muffin? Paul is also not there. Yeah. Like, where are they? <laughs> Paul and Muffin. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write some fan fiction real time for you all right here. Mm -hmm. So given that jason's attack was real yeah i'm gonna say that he still to an extent sees Ginny as a mother figure okay maybe he knows she's not literally his mother but he's like close enough lady like you 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 live then he looks up at paul it's like that guy's a dick yeah he, he kills paul and muffin's a dog it's gonna run away into the woods like there's no mystery there it's a, it's a little dog probably yeah. poorly trained yeah it would be it would be hard for a jason to catch muffin and what's the point Right. Yeah. Do we ever see Jason kill animals? I don't think he ever kills animals. You know, I think Michael Myers kills animals. I don't think Jason has ever stabbed a monkey or something. Mm, like, has he? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, he wouldn't even want to. Like, his whole thing is he hates sex. He's like the Catholic Church. Leave the animals alone. <laughs> Go after the sexy people. Wow. They're not so different, are they? <laughs> um... <laughs> Anyway, hey, let's uh, let's scooch on over to um, just things we liked, things we didn't like about this movie. I feel like there's not going to be a whole lot. This wasn't. I know we're doing these chronologically, uh, these sequels, but like I feel like this one wasn't the best one to open with. Um, the movie is very lackluster. I feel like every other sequel that we're covering this coming season is better than this, right? Probably. Yeah. I think it's Scream 2 on our list. I remember not liking Scream 2. You didn't like Scream 2? I don't think so. Wow. That's pretty crazy, man. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. I think we are right, doing so that go one. With, I am going to say the best. Talk about the first thing we're going to talk about is, in my opinion, the best. Okay. Uh, Gin Ginny is mommy. Ginny is the mother. Oh, yeah. I love the, the quick thinking, the... From what little we know about Jason, she hypothesized he's some sort of developmentally disabled, you know, freak. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and apparently she was spot on. I love that you were so PC and then you weren't suddenly. <laughs> well, I mean, you took it he's away. He's wearing a bag for a reason. Like, <laughs> freak. <laughs> I can only. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 
nice that she assumes the best in him. That he loves his mother. Before finding out that, oh, like, he's just a brainless monster. Let's get him. She's like, hmm. She's at the bar, like, hypothesizing, you know. uh, Yeah, like, a a boy lost in the wilderness (laughs) sees his mother beheaded. Yeah. Somebody's going to go a little crazy if they see that, right? I'd be fine. But this isn't about me. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Anyway. That's one of the more ingenious ways to escape a serial killer or escape a slasher character in in, in any slasher movie. Like, it's better than just, oh, no, there's another window I can crawl through. Let's get away. Mm -hmm. It's much more proactive. And I like like seeing that in, uh, in Final Girls and in movies in general. Just yeah. a proactive attitude towards everything. Yeah. Yeah, she she really carries this movie on her back, doesn't she? Which is impressive, considering that she's really not much of a character. Like, she has that scene in the bar where she's therapizing, and then, like, she when she gets back to the camp, it's like, okay, we got 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Yeah. And that's when she really takes the, takes the stage. Yeah. She shines. Like a like a diamond in the sky. It's true. Diamonds. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, there were some pretty brutal... Um, okay, the wheelchair kill is pretty insane, right? The, like, Mac and me roll down the stairs <laughs> style... Murder is like is it. is interesting, you know. Uh, um, I don't know if that sort of thing would fly today, but it. I don't know. He I, was he was a good character though. Um, I did enjoy him and the girl who was flirting with him. Like they mm-hmm. were my two my two favorites of the the six corpses to be. They were <laughs> corpses <laughs> to be. Uh, yeah, uh, I. It's just, this movie is just very okay. It is, it is so, this movie is the run of the mill Friday the 13th movie, you know? Yes. The first one, all this movie is missing is a hockey mask for it to be the blueprint for every single other Friday the 13th movie. Uh, That's the only thing that makes it stand out. Um, Besides a strong final girl, it's. That's it. It's like, oh, it's Jason, but it's pre-hockey mask Jason. Uh, yeah, we we don't really have a mythos for him yet. Like, what are his powers and what's his what are his cliches? But, yeah. but like, we're building them in this one. Like, this is where it all it's all going to start coming together. Mm-hmm. And like, good for a movie. Like, their formula lasted what twelve more movies after this. It did because people loved it. Um, I don't have much to say about this one. Let me bring up the polar opposite to my Jenny's cool and proactive scene. Uh, the scene where she pees her pants because a rat's nearby. Ah, uh, yes. I did not care you, for that. You talked about this one in the last episode. <laughs> you brought that up. <laughs> you brought up hating that. Um, yeah, unnecessary. Um, does, doesn't really make sense. It, yeah, it kind of contradicts the character that you're building for her where she's like, 
why a rat? Like, Jason's swinging a pitchfork at her face, and she knows he's killed her friends. I thought it was because Jason was coming, not the rat. Well, it shows the rat crawling in front of her head, and then it cuts to the pee. Oh. That's weird. Maybe it was uh, the rat. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, maybe the rat peed. Yeah. It was the that rat. Would be, that would be a twist. <laughs> that would be really weird. If that were the make case. that make that the new horror cliches where, you know, like, the girl's hiding, you know, she's covering her mouth, like, don't let him find me, don't let him find me. And then they, an animal will always just walk up next to him and just start peeing. <laughs> Damn you, muffin. <laughs> no, no. Do your business outside. You gave me up. I'll, I'll never let you forget this. Uh, we have fun here. Yeah, I'm really sorry here. that bugged you, Kyle. They yeah. don't. Well, th- n- th- that doesn't happen again. I don't think in any other Friday the Thirteenth movies. So I don't know why they took that creative liberty. Likable characters peeing themselves is a very rarely seen movie trope yeah billy madison and that's does about he pee it. himself yeah Who, if peeing your billy pants madison? is cool just consider me miles davis you know Have who you is seen billy, billy madison, madison? Just... <laughs> oh that's the adam sandler one i'm thinking happy gilmore it's like where it's did he pee one, in happy gilmore it's the one when he goes back to school uh i have not seen that one all the way through oh my god really wow and wait is he is he peeing to impress people well, no. It, one of the little kids that he's in a class with pees his pants, and so he pees his pants in solidarity with the kid because he's really embarrassed. Yeah. And so all the kids well, pee their pants because they think it's cool. <laughs> well, that's not even like... I'm talking shameful peeing your pants. Like, <laughs> okay. If the all kid right. had found Adam with, <laughs> with peeing his pants and then peed to a solidarity, that would have worked better. Mm. But mm-hmm. that would have been more on what I'm talking about. But I think um, Netflix just released the movie called The Bubble. Have you seen that? No. It's about a bunch of actors who are trapped in, you know, quarantine while making a movie, and they all kind of go crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Karen Gillen, Gillen, whatever her last name is, she plays an actress who's like, like maybe we should have a union. Like maybe we should stand up together and you know refuse to do the movie because of all these terrible conditions. Mm-hmm. And so her character gets rewritten so that in one of the scenes. It's like they're filming like the sixth like Tremors movie essentially. Like there's monsters and mm-hmm. this is their sixth time fighting them. Where a monster roars at her and she just very f- visibly and completely just cries and wets herself for like thirty straight seconds. Uh-huh. And okay. that just that reminds me of this. And it's like I don't <laughs> care for either of these. I don't want to see people pissing themselves. Uh, Move on, David. Hollywood. <laughs> Nothing we need. Um, yeah, I. Uh... Sucks that Crazy Ralph dies. That's, Didn't he die in the first yeah, one? Yeah, that, that's a bummer to see. Uh, love Crazy Ralph. And one day he'll get the mental health he needs. <laughs> Poor Crazy Ralph. Crazy old Maurice. Um, I feel like we should wrap up this episode lest we keep, like, just kind of, eh. Talking about peeing. Yeah. T- talking about other things because we don't really want to talk about this one. And, like, I, I feel bad. This this isn't our strongest episode. <laughs> this is not... I think did a fine job. Not it's the a banger, fault. Kyle. It's it's okay. We're going to admit it. Um, We'll be back next week and the following few weeks with better, 
more more stronger better stronger <laughs> episodes in which we enjoy ourselves and enjoy the sequels therein <sighs> what is the next next week's movie let's let's tell them what to what to expect halloween 2 we're doing halloween 2 next week uh yeah uh, i shouldn't have watched halloween kills fuck well, it Halloween too is better Halloween than for a while. Halloween Kills. It also takes it place enough? in a hospital, and it's better. It also takes place, yeah, later that same night. Mm-hmm. So it's like they, it's like I watched them redo Halloween too. So it's like I have just seen it and been disappointed by it. Now yeah. I have to watch it again. I'm I really love sorry. it. <laughs> I love it. The things you do for this show, we appreciate it, Kyle. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're welcome. So let's yeah. rate this revisit. All right. All um, right. What's our, our scale this time is going to be one through five. One through five. Fond memories. Or if it's the best thing you've ever seen, you give it the rose-colored glasses. It's a revisit. We're nostalgic. <laughs> okay, let's do it. That's fine. Right. So one through On five one through f- fond memories. Yes. And... Okay. And the crowning achievement is the rose-colored glasses. Okay, cool. I'm going to give this one, like... Like a like a two and a half. Um, I think I like this movie less now than I did when we first covered it <laughs> a few years ago. Maybe the pandemic has has cooled down my heart. I I have no idea, but I just <laughs> you've died inside since then. I I think showing. I have. I'm withering away like a jack o' lantern in December. Well, on a sunny porch in July for me in California Kyle what about you how do you <laughs> I want to stop talking <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a solid two All it right. would have been a one but since this is literally the blueprint for every movie going forward and I reference the fact that Friday the 13th is a machine or a formula that you just keeps chucking out movies mm-hmm. it's validated my criticism so I'm very happy for it yeah. thank you All right. <laughs> thank you Friday too Yay. If anything, it's done that. Um, Okay, so next week, hopefully all three of us will be here, and we will be talking about Halloween 2. Exciting. But in the meantime, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. You can find our show on Instagram at uh, Spooky Time Presents. If you could go, if you already follow our network page, Spooky Time Network, go follow our podcast page too, because we have like no followers over there. And I feel like people don't really see (laughs) our posts very much. Um, But I'll still be posting regularly on Spooky Time Network as well. Um, If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are Spooky Time Net. And uh, Jarrett isn't here, and I'm not exactly sure what social media he would like to plug so i'm just not gonna do that uh, because you know I, where to find him in the show notes yeah he'll be down there you'll you'll see kyle where can we find you twitter five goes west f-i-e-v-a-l goes west it's all one word baby mm-hmm. i did a good one was it yesterday and i'm really proud of that one nightmare before christmas it was that i think was it was funny fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it hit my you know gold star conditions where both you and Jarrett liked it which is really the best i can hope for <laughs> i don't have enough twitter followers oh follow kyle on twitter you maniacs 
That's the only way you'll get to see my Stooges. fucking banger tweets. I think they're all fucking hilarious. You do have banger do. tweets. And that sounds like something that English people would eat. But, um, <laughs> no, you're very yeah, funny. Let's get a plate of bangers and tweets. <laughs> bangers and tweets. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm changing my Instagram handle. <laughs> to bangers and tweets. Um, uh, yeah, that'll, that's, uh... That's funny. All right. So we will see you next week or you will hear us next week. If you so choose, If you didn't stop listening to us because of this episode. <laughs> uh, all right. I think we're both going to go eat dinner and we will catch you next I, week. I'm going to finish my rabbit. My God. Are they from it your yard? So good. No, I got it ordered from a, uh, a butcher online and it was fucking delicious. An online butcher. Yeah. Was it on the dark web? No, it's it's called Wild... Is it Wild Forks? Yeah. They got a hmm. store in Chicago. You order... I ordered a fucking ton of meat this past really? week, and it's been fucking top quality. I loved it. Cool. All right. On a, a lock, of, lock of the week, wildforks.com. <laughs> cool. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll start sponsoring us, sending us weird meats. All right. That would be fucking awesome. I, would, I genuinely want that. Cool. That might be a... A project I go on this season, trying to get them to sponsor us. (laughs) We'll see what happens at the end of the season with that. (sighs) All right. We are out. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Vote Republican.